Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, 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 and welcome, folks. Oh, we got a big show for you today. You're going to want to stay in for the whole thing. We got lots to talk about here. Uh, I'm going to start out where I've been for quite some time here. Uh, poison in the food supply. That's what's happening, folks. Uh, you know, I, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of talk, you know, since I brought this out about uh, transmissible vaccines and mRNA and the food supply and the, all these sorts of things. And it's interesting for me as an attorney, you know, I always look at how these guys deal with these things. What is their response? What do they do to try and uh, obfuscate or to ignore or to pretend? Yeah, because there's always a response, right? Uh, when I fight this stuff, yeah, if you fight in court, you got a defense that you fight with, or, you know, if you're a defendant, you, you've got a plaintiff to fight with. So you got an opposition. And in the court of public opinion, it's no different, right? Uh, I'm putting out truth, and the bad guys that are trying to poison us all, they don't want truth out there. So when I put it out, they fight. And it's always fun for me to watch their response. And one of the things that's most interesting to me is you've got to understand uh, the number one most important rule that the other side has is never talk about wrens, right? I am the most censored guy on the planet because every time they talk about me, I win. They've done every hit piece on me they can do. I don't care. They've called me every name. They've wrote everything. I don't care. I don't care what they do. They've been put, they've, uh, put up, you know, bad pieces, Google pearls some front and center. Everybody tries to push it down my throat. I don't care, folks. I'm still going to keep pushing the truth. So when they do that, all it does is build my following and I'm grateful for it, right? So go ahead, write some more hit pieces on me. I don't care. Tell me how stupid I am. Tell me I'm making money off of it, whatever. I don't care. Uh, so when I look at their responses to different things, man, it's tough. Well, now, thanks to Musk letting us have a little bit more room on Twitter. Now, it's interesting also on Twitter, and I'll get to that in a second, but you got this tug of war between Musk and the, the government enforcers that are trying to mute me. But uh, when you look at Twitter, you look and see what's going on, you can see that, well, hey, uh, this, uh, this, stuff is, this stuff is legit. It's real. It's, it's, uh, it's resonating with people. I got a huge amount of cover reach. Uh, you know, I'm censored there too. I'm shadow banned all over the place. I mean, you know, I had a, I tweet my tweet. I put a tweet out yesterday with the video of the Cattlemen Association lobbyist. And that tweet in one day had over a million views and not a single hashtag on it trended. I was at over a hundred thousand views an hour for an entire day and not a single hashtag in that tweet trended. Think about that. Not one. Okay, so, you know, I mean, listen, am I shadow banned? Yeah, whatever, though. Whatever. We're still getting the word out. So they're now faced with this issue that, you know, we're getting the word out. We're viral. We're making our name. You know, people are following. They're hearing. They're hearing the truth for the first time. And so what do they do? You know, if they write a hit piece on me, only more people are going to listen. That's great. I win. And if they don't write a hit piece on me, well, how do they counter it? So it's really been a tricky thing. So they try and write responses to what I'm saying without ever mentioning me. They can't cite what I'm saying or it drives traffic. So it's really funny to watch. I'm getting a huge, you see me smiling. For, I, I'm getting a huge boot out of this because the bad guys are squirming so bad about the fact that we're telling you the truth. 
I mean, that's it. They're upset because you guys are hearing the truth and there's nothing they can do about it. You know, they've tried to silence me. They've tried to do everything you can do. Unless they can convince Musk and True Social to ban me from social media and uh, convince Malcolm to get me off of the air on the America Out Loud network every night at 6 p.m. You know, hopefully you're listening right now. If not, maybe you're hearing this on podcast or on a rent ramp. But uh, it, there's nothing they can do, right? So we just keep growing and getting the word out. And it's wonderful uh, because we're saving lives and helping people. But they can't deal with this. They don't have a good response. So anyways, I've gotten a huge boot out of this because I've brought out all this truth about this. And we know, for example, we know, we know that transmissible mRNA vaccines are a reality. They can be done. They can be created. They can be made. Uh, I did a, I had the opportunity to do an interview with Dr. Peter McCullough and Malcolm here. Uh, hopefully you guys are listening to uh, Pulse and Out Loud Network here. And, uh, Great interview. And McCullough said exactly what you'd expect him to say. You know, yeah, there's a risk. And McCullough's calling for a moratorium on this. There should be no mRNA injections into, into animals. And we also don't want to let them call it something else, right? You don't need gene therapies in animals. Our food supply has been fine for thousands of years. You want to give us a vaccine, give it to us in the arm. Don't try and hide it in our food. There's no reason to do that. But anyways, there, there's just an absolute fuss storm over this. So we look at this and we look at, for example, uh, what's going on with this. And one of the big things they've done is they've taken what they viewed as their strongest suit to respond to me. And that's the cattlemen. They said, well, there's no licensed mRNA vaccines for cows in the United States, except for their lobbyist said that he's already giving it to their cows. So who's telling the truth? The National Association or the lobbyist who is testifying uh, before a state body? I don't know. It doesn't matter. What I do know is that it's possible. It's very feasible. We do know that Sequevity is an mRNA platform that's being used for pigs, um, created by Merck. So, so you know, I mean, should we assume that there's no mRNA for, for cows? We should just, you know, take that for granted? Oh, I'm, I'm not quite comfortable with that. I'm also not comfortable trusting the FDA to tell us it's safe. How do I know? The FDA is the same one that told me that the, the vaccines are safe and effective. I mean, hell, I, the COVID vaccines have killed more people I know what to do with. I'm not taking their word for anything. Oh, just as importantly, you know, I've published and I've promoted this study out of China where China's talking about how they can put transmissible mRNA in cow milk. Well, without country of origin labeling, how do I know where it's coming from? Uh, how do I know I'm not getting Chinese milk or Chinese cow or Chinese vegetables or Chinese whatever? By the way, we've confirmed mRNA uh, in veggies as a possibility. I'm not sure which ones. We haven't got all that figured out yet, but I'm going to be playing some stuff on that coming up. This is a reality. This is something that's happening, and it's, it's something that people are concerned about, and rightly so. This could result in death or illness or a lot of problems. So we need to know, and we have the right to know. Well, we got House Bill 1169 in Missouri that just does that, tells you what's in there. If there's something in there that's a gene therapy, we should know. Well, there's been huge opposition. They didn't have a way to do it, and they didn't want to call me out by name because if they talk to me specifically, then people follow me and more people hear about me. And so 
they've been really struggling with this, especially how with the the virility of what what's occurred. And uh, I, I get a huge boot out of it, folks. I do. I love seeing these monsters squirm. But it's a critical thing for them because that's the plan, right? They want to move the vaccines into the food supply. Bill Gates told us. And by the way, Bill Gates factory meats, to me, are the single biggest risk there is. And yet they're going to put those into our restaurants in the next couple months, according to the Gateway Pundit. Do you trust that? I, ho- I hope everybody's asking McDonald's, hey, is your food factory meat or is it actual chicken? You know, are you, uh, how are you going to know? How are you going to know? How are you going to know if McDonald's starts putting mRNA in their chickens or if they don't even use chicken, if they just move to Bill Gates uh, factory made chicken? How are you going to know? The answer is you aren't. It's designed to taste like chicken. It's designed to look and feel like chicken. You aren't going to know the difference. You're just going to eat it, think it's chicken. And what you're actually getting is a Bill Gates sandwich, which is really pretty gross if you think about it. Everything Bill Gates is gross, right down to his man boobs. Anyways, I should be better than that, folks. I know, I know, I know. All right. But the opposition to this has really tried to focus us on whether or not uh, there's a transmissible mRNA vaccine available through beef. And it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Is there? Well, probably. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's being studied. You know, we've heard numerous lobbyists that have told us off record, yeah, they're going to have this anytime now. But, you know, they can't, obviously we can't name them. They'd lose their job immediately. And if I got one or two good lobbyists in this country that'll actually tell me the truth, I'm sure it's hell not going to burn them. We talk about valuable intel sources. But uh, this is what's going on. It's happening. It's going to happen. This is where they're going with things. Otherwise, they wouldn't fight this so hard. But they are fighting it hard. They are. And their best play is to try and make this an ag bill and make it about protecting farmers, this, that, and others. So guess what we did, folks? I'm excited to tell you. So uh, Holly Jones, and I hope everybody calls Holly Jones and Bill Hardwick uh, who are on this committee. Okay, so Bill is the, the chairman of the committee, and Holly's the bill sponsor. She sponsored this. She's you know, she's behind it. And uh, you know she's been kind enough to let me assist in this. But she's the reps. It doesn't happen without uh, without her backing this. Holly and Bill are two of the most courageous people I've ever ran across. The kind of abuse and crap that they've had to deal with for trying to push for a transparency bill is unbelievable, folks. You should see. You should see. I had a, a staffer uh, from one of the offices tell me that uh, that one of the one of the rhinos that didn't want to support this started screaming Holly down in a, in the hallway. She, she doesn't, you know, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, these guys would do anything to fight this. But what we've got to do, what we've got to do here is we've got to back them and we've got to thank them and we've got to appreciate them. You've got to send your love to them because they're fighting for you. So, so support Jones and support Hardwick. They deserve it. There's going to be some more guys. I want to get permission. Um, I want people to call and to thank these guys and there's some more guys that deserve a thank you in the, in the House and the Senate in Missouri. Uh, but I, I don't want to give names without their permission, because if you're fighting for us, you know, I don't want to make you a bigger target for these monsters that keep attacking uh, without permission. But I hope, I hope that thousands of people will call and thank Holly and Bill, because uh, I think we should show people 
that, yeah, we're going to go after you if you're a crook, but we also are going to thank you if you're doing right by us. And we're going to back you and we're going to support you. And I'm going to tell you that that is as important as anything else that we can do. So please, Holly Jones, Bill Hardwick, uh, send them thank you, send them love, send them support, whatever you can do for them. Make sure that they do it because, you know, they, they deal with a lot of abuse over this and they deserve some love. All right. So, but again, without being uh, getting distracted here, you know, Holly and Bill, uh, the response to this has been to try and focus on cows, but that's not the issue. That's not the issue. I don't care whether cows are mRNA vaccinated or not. Now, you know, the lobbyist for Missouri said they are. The Missouri Cattlemen Association, I mean, he openly says, yeah, I gave my cows that mRNA vaccine. I didn't even know what it was. I had to go look it up. So I looked up that mRNA vaccine. Then after I looked it up, I gave him some more. Okay. By the way, the response when someone asked the Missouri Cattlemen Association about that or the National Cattlemen's, they said he misspoke. Three times? How many times did he misspoke? Did he misspeak about the fact that he then had to look it up? He gave it to him and then he had to look it up? How many misspokes did, uh, times did he misspeak? I mean, hell, that's that's a rough thing. Anyways, folks, it doesn't matter. Uh, the bottom line is that that's very, very, very small in this. The fact that we can get our food from anywhere in the world and we don't know what they're putting in it and we don't know what's going in it. And the fact that they're fighting to make sure that they don't have to tell us what's in it is huge. So, yeah, Holly, God bless her, and uh, and crew, they all they got together and said, well, listen, let's see if we can accomplish the same thing and uh, make sure that we take care of the the issues that, the, that our fellow Republicans, because I've told you all, the Republicans said they'd negotiate in good faith. So they had a few issues. All right, so we all put our heads together, and they asked me for some input, which I was honored to give, and we kind of got this new language for the bill. Same thing, still page or two, and I'm waiting to get the final ver- see what the final version looks like right now. Uh, but in all honesty, folks, uh, we're going to accomplish the same thing, but we're giving, there's going to be an exemption for farmers in this, because they said, we don't want our farmers and ranchers getting sued, so they're, they're getting an exemption. And then someone else said, well, we got to have a penalty for this. Okay, so we got a penalty in it. And uh, really, we've addressed every issue that they've, they've claimed to have. So this new language should pass with flying colors. There's no reason to oppose it. You know, these guys have said that if we could take care of these issues, that they would support it. Okay, so we're going to take care of these, and then there's going to be a committee vote. And I'm going to be real interested to know. Are these Republicans, were they being truthful? Did they truly have some legitimate issues that they wanted to get taken care of because we took care of them? Or were they just lying and really bought off by the lobbyists? And we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Uh, You know, they wanted tighter language. They wanted to do a little bit. Okay, so we did it. We did it. And I'm very eager to see. Now, when this happens, I want everybody on the planet to get ready. We're going to be doing, we're going to be phoning, we're going to be emailing everything we can to tell these people, thank you. I know you'll vote the way that you said you'd vote with this new language, because this new language does exactly what you asked for it to do. And I'm going to show you guys that, because I had someone give me an email from one of these rhinos. Uh, You know, maybe he isn't a rhino. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that this guy was not a rhino. I hope he's a good guy who legitimately was standing on on, uh, principle, because I'm going to send, I'm going to put his email out with this stuff. And show the new bill, and we'll see. These are his concerns. So he should be ready to go. Um, we're going to put all this stuff out there. 
we're going to shine the light of truth on these guys. And if they do right, I'm going to ask every one of you to support them, back them, and tell them you love them. I'm glad that they were willing to stand on principle. And if I was wrong about any one of these guys, if they're not rhinos and they were standing on principle, I'm going to publicly apologize to any of them that I was wrong about. I got no problem with that. I make mistakes all the time, folks. If it turns out that they were lying, I'm going to do exactly the opposite. I'm going to tell you exactly who they are, and I can't wait to do so. Um, carrot and the stick, right? We the people. Isn't this a, a novel thing, folks? We're making these guys accountable to we the people. Can you imagine that? That's what we're trying to do. That's all we're doing is asking them to represent us. We're taking an active role in our democracy. You listen to the Tom Renz show, that's what you get. And that's why I ask you guys to follow me. Follow me on TomRenz.com. Follow me on True Social at Tom Renz. Follow me on Twitter at RenzTom. Help me get the message out. We're on Telegram. We're on Getter. We're on everything. CloudHub, you name it. But help us get the message. Subscribe to our Substack. It's free. If you pay for it, the money goes towards the fight. I, I use it for the fight, right? Uh, if, you, if you buy from our sponsors, that money goes to fighting this fight. I'm grateful for any help you guys can get, but please say prayers for us and help us get the word out. We'll be right back. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discussed the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Hello and welcome back, everybody. So I'm going to try something different this segment. Okay, so we're going to do a couple things at once. And now naturally, uh, you know, we're going to talk through all this stuff and we've got a lot of things to talk about. But I'm going to try and play some clips uh, that I hope will be useful. And for anybody checking this out on video, 
uh, on the Rumble channel. You know, that, that'll be great. You can see those clips. Uh, but otherwise, we're going to describe them for our, our listening audience, which, you know, this is America Out Loud. This is the Tom Wren Show. I'm quite excited to explain this, but I think there's a couple clips that really just need to be there. So we're going to get to that in a minute. But what I want to talk about is, uh, and by the way, this is an experiment. So let us know whether you like this. You know, let us know it out loud. You know, let us know it at, uh, you know, the different channels. Let us know if you like this. I want to try this out, see how it goes. And if it's good, you know, that's great. We'll keep doing it. If it's not, then we'll stick with, uh, you know, kind of just the narration. But I want to talk about uh, this kind of mental illness issue that we're facing, okay? And I'm going to get into all sorts of trouble here, folks. I'm going to get into all sorts of trouble because I'm going to tell you that I consider, uh, despite the fact that in 2018 they decided to remove transgender uh, gender uh, issues uh, from, from the mental health list. I consider that to typically be one. I mean, if you're delusional, you're delusional, right? If you, uh, you know, have gender dysphoria, that's an issue. It's not a, it's not a good thing. It's a, it's a terrible thing. I mean, even if you get a surgery or, or treatment, it's still, there, there's a problem, right? You don't, you don't, you know, have an addictomy or weenie removal surgery unless there's a problem. That's not normal. So, uh, the idea that it's anything but a problem isn't is an issue, but we keep seeing these these issues, and it ties in with with a lot of things, including gun control. Um, and I, I just think there's a ton of things to kind of unpack here. So let me give you this headline. Uh, this is a, a headline: Old National Bank shooting in Louisville was in yet another gun-free zone. The murderer was another left winger. Okay, so this story is in uh, crimesresearch.org and uh, it says here that the, the old National Bank shooter, this is down in Louisville, the shooting that occurred this week in Louisville, uh, this guy uh, who went by uh, he, him, I know because he had his, his pronouns posted. So you already know there's an issue, right? I mean, the guy screwed up. Uh, he's also apparently, according to this, uh, Profile, Twitter profile belonged to him, taken down. And according to Daily Beast, the now deleted Twitter account included posts in support of Black Lives Matter protests and criticism of police violence. That's kind of ironic, uh, you know, that the, this mass shooter was against police violence. Uh, apparently, he's not against his violence. But, uh, anyways, so this this lunatic who went by he him. Uh, left wing crazy, and and I think that a lot of these leftists are crazy. They've been driven nuts. I mean, if you're th buying into this leftist crap, you got to be a little unhinged. I don't know what else you could be. How do you how do you think that a boy can say he's a girl because he's wearing a dress? That's insanity. I mean, that's kind of like saying Joe Biden won twenty twenty. Okay, I'm sorry, folks. That's a little joke there. That's a little joke. Uh, a little nod to my conspiracy. Uh, leanings, I guess. Um, Joe Biden did lose the election, but that's, uh, anyways, um, you know, I look at this and we see that this attack is serious and, uh, seriously banned. I mean, doesn't this guy know that carrying a handgun into that bank is a terminable offense? He could have been fired for this. He could have been fired folks. I'm not joking. Uh, well, I am joking. It's sad. And it is sad. I, you know, I, I'm trying not to be terrible, but this is ridiculous. 
Yeah, gun-free zone. That's working out real well. Hey, Joe, should we ban assault rifles? Because I'm sure that'll help. What do you think would have worked better for the people who were sitting in that bank being shot? Having it be a gun-free zone? Or if they had a gun to shoot that guy? Call me stupid, but, uh, you know, I'd rather have a sane person with a gun to fight against the insane person with, uh, with many guns. It's just stupid. This is stupid. Gun control is stupid. Uh, but this whole thing is stupid. Obviously, this guy's got issues. And uh, as embodied by the fact that someone who is clearly a male needs to write he and him in uh, next to his profile pic. Why do you got to put that there? Obviously, you're he, him. You got a weenie, dude. We can see that. Okay. Uh, the same article mentions, as it says, and I'm just going to read this to you. Why wasn't it newsworthy that the Covenant School murderer passed up another target they viewed as having, quote, too much security? Quote, it was the only school that was targeted. There was another location that was mentioned, but because of a threat assessment by the suspect of too much security, they decided not to, Drake said. That area was here in Nashville, so we're continuing with that investigation as well. So this is uh, the the school shooter that was in in Nashville, uh, the went and shot you know the trans school shooter who went and shot up the kids at the the Christian school because they were targeting Christians. Well, that trans school shooter. By the way, we don't have that manifesto yet. Why haven't they they uh, done that? I mean, it was right there for the Trans Day of Vengeance. Shouldn't we all know if that was about the Trans Day of Vengeance? You know, telling telling people who are trans and who are borderline unstable anyways that they should have a Trans Day of Vengeance seems like a bad idea to me. Is FBI looking into this, or are they just targeting Catholics? Seems like they're just targeting Catholics. But you've got this Trans Day of Vengeance, and you've got this guy that decided to do it. Well... Let's go back to gun control again, folks. How could this school shooting have been stopped? Well, of course, locking the doors and uh, having hardened doors that were bulletproof would have meant, uh, you know, there was only one open entrance. And uh, if that entrance was guarded by an armed guard, pretty sure they'd have shot this lunatic and that'd have been the end of it, right? No, instead we got a bunch of dead kids. Because, you know, Joe Biden says we need to ban assault weapons instead of giving them to smart people who will stop bad guys. What are you going to ban mental health? Meanwhile, Joe Biden is pushing policies to create mental health issues, telling people that, hey, if you're born a boy and you got a weenie, you can still be a girl just dressed like Dylan Milani. Really? We're pushing these mental health issues. They're insane. Now, speaking of these mental health issues, uh, you know, I want to I want to share this with you. Okay, so my wife is uh, is a, an athlete, and uh, she's a lifelong athlete. She works out. Now, folks, I'm going to share a screen uh, right now, and uh, that screen is going to be uh, a uh, video of Dylan Mulvaney working out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm pushing this on. So for those of you listening, this is Dylan Mulvaney working out, right? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit play here so that you can see Dylan Mulvaney working out. There's the music. He, uh, he's, he's doing jumping jacks. I, he's having some sort of a spasm with his leg. I don't know what the hell he's doing. But he, he's got this bizarre, I think his face is, there's something 
I don't even know what's happening. For okay, he's dancing, dancing. I don't know his face. We're gonna play this again. I, I'm trying to understand. We start out with the jumping jacks, and we move into this dancing. There's something wrong with his face. I I, I don't I don't know what's. I'm not sure what I'm seeing, folks. I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna stop this. I stop this. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So that is uh, Dylan Mulvaney uh, working out. Okay. Why is that important? Well, because I want to, oh God, it's, it's still there. Um, now I want to show another one. Okay. This is Dylan Mulvaney again, you know, because by the way, that, 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 uh, that spasm that we all just saw, that was Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, well, a Nike commercial. Yeah, because Nike's buying this guy's sports bra so that he can do whatever it was that he just did. I don't know what that was. Folks, honestly, I urge you to go to my Rumble channel and look at this because I don't know what the hell just happened there, but it wasn't good. It was not. It was terrifying. I'm somewhat scared, to be honest. I, I just, uh. Anyways, um, but yeah. So here is uh, the Dylan Mulvaney uh, Bud Light. And that's, you know, obviously this is a good idea. This is making all sorts of money for Bud Light. So here we go here. Um, that, that's, that's Dylan Mulvaney. Yep. The Nike, the Nike sponsor. Who, who's drinking his first beer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That's enough of that. I, I can never do that again. Um, I'm going to now cleanse my eyes from, uh, from ever having seen this. Oh God, more of it. Um, okay, so we're going to eliminate that. I'm never going to do that to you again, folks. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, what, for those of you listening, uh, count yourself lucky. Maybe you you might want to avoid. I, you know what? I might want to tell you to avoid this Ren's rant on my Ren's Law Rumble channel because this could hurt you. You might physically hurt yourself if you see this. It, it's that bad. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at over here. Uh, it's still on my other screen and thankfully you can't see it anymore. I won't do that to you again, folks. Um, it was horrifying. So the guy who doesn't know what basketball is and doesn't know what March Madness is, is somehow a sponsor, uh, for the beer that people who love March Madness are supposed to drink. And it's also a sponsor for Nike sports bras, by the way, um, again, I, I don't know how to describe what I saw in that Nike commercial. I mean, it was somewhere between a spasm and a seizure. I, I just don't know the poor creature. Whatever's wrong with him, someone needs to get him medicine. Uh, you know, but this guy's got problems, right? Obviously. And yet we're throwing millions and millions of dollars. Uh, you know, Nike and Bud Lizer and all these other people are throwing millions of dollars at this lunatic for that. What the hell's gone wrong with our world, folks? Now, we glorify that, and then we wonder why people have mental issues. This is a dude. 
he's got a weenie. Unless he's had it cut off, but it's then it's just a dude who got his weenie cut off. I don't get it, folks. What the hell am I listening to? What am I watching here? And yet we can't understand why there's a, a rise in shootings. Are you kidding me? There's a rise in shootings because we're embracing insanity. This is insane. I am 46 years old. When I was in when I was growing up, if someone did this, I would have thought it was a hilarious joke. A guy dressing like a girl's funny. You guys remember Looney Tunes? Bugs Bunny used to dress like a girl all the time because it was funny. It was ridiculous. Who does that? Of course it's funny. No sane guy does that. Well, no sane guy being the key. How much money is Budweiser lost? I don't care. You know what, folks? I just don't care. I'm sure I'm going to get some hate over this. I do not care. I mean, for God's sakes, did you see that? Now, here's what I really want to know. Dylan Mulvaney is dressing up like a girl. How is that not cultural appropriation? I want you to think about this. If a white man dressed like a black man threw on a whole bunch of hip-hop stuff, then threw on some blackface, and walked around acting like uh, he was the blackest man on the planet, would you call him a racist? Of course you would, because he probably is. Why is this not a, race, uh, a sexist thing for Dylan Mulvaney to do the same thing to women? How is it racist for, and it is, you know, if you're walking around in blackface and trying to pretend you're black when you're not, that's kind of racist. I, I can see why people get offended. I mean, I guess, I don't know. But how is it that this isn't sexist, that Dylan Mulvaney's prancing around in a dang skirt pretending to be a girl? And I mean, my wife is an athlete. If I ever saw her doing whatever he just did in that supposed workout video, I would call the EMS. The guy's having a damn spasm. It, what an insult. I mean, his videos, I, I saw another one that someone sent me. This guy, this is what prompted it. Some guy, someone sent me a video of this guy prancing around his, I don't know, apartment or I don't know where the hell he's prancing around. He looked like he was insane. The guy's insane. I mean, I'm looking at these videos. I'm celebrating being a woman because that's how women act. I'm married. My wife has never done one of those things. Not one. Not one thing that I saw in any video that I've seen of his, which is like three or four, and which is more than I ever want to see again. My wife has never done one of those. I'm going to take a poll. How many women behave like that? Do you know any? I don't. But we glorify this, folks. We glorify this. This is normal. The new norm, right? New normal. And then we wonder why there's problems. Folks, if you want to live like that, it's your right. It's your business. You do what you got to do. And I support your freedom to do that. Please don't tell me it's normal. Please don't try and argue with me that that creature is normal in any way, shape, or form. I don't know what's wrong with him. He seems happy, so good for him. I mean, I don't know that I believe he's happy, but I it seems happy in these videos. So good for Dylan Mulvaney if he's happy. But if you're going to try and tell me that that's normal, I think there's something wrong with you. And if you're going to tell me that that's a woman, I'm going to tell you you've never met a woman. Now, I look and I see these things, and I, one of the things I get a boot out of is I see this Megan Rapinoe, right? 
Now, Megan Rapinoe is a professional women's athlete, and apparently Megan Rapinoe is okay with dudes competing in girls' sports. Well, there's an article on Twitchy about it. It says, Megan Rapinoe signs a petition against protecting women's sports. And uh, I don't really, it says she's gay. I don't really care about that. I, I don't care about that at all. Um, because I don't it just I think that's irrelevant. But what I do care about is that she's saying this, you know, she's in the twilight of her career. Right. Why should she care? She's out. So let's take some more PC points and win some, you know, some endorsements for saying this. And to hell with the women who are still fighting. I think that's obnoxious, folks. I think that's obnoxious. You know, like I said, I've been around some women athletes. They they just they work as hard as anybody on the planet. And on a fair playing field. These women are dominant. They're they're unbelievable. I got so much respect for them. We we got a problem if if a white man was to make fun of a black man by pretending to be a black man. We got a problem with that, and we should. That's racist. How is what I just saw anything but sexist? How is it not sexist? That's just sick. I mean, no women don't act like that. It's all stereotypes. It's garbage. Folks, support us at TomRens.com. Follow us at RensTom on Twitter. Follow us at TomRens on True Social. Get the word out for us. Support the America Out Loud Network. Click on our banner ads. Tell them Out Loud sent you. I don't care what, what which product it is. They're all good. We don't sell it if it's not good. But we need your support. you got to support this network. you got to share this show. you got to get it out there. We'll be right back. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything.
right. Welcome back, folks. All right. Stack of stuff segment. I got some really interesting things here. And the first one I want to talk about is a headline, FBI's Richmond document, document exposes deep state spying on all those darn Catholic domestic terrorists. Written by J.D. Rucker, published on Liberty Daily. I love Liberty Daily and I love J.D. Rucker. They do a great job. I like it. They're, they're direct. They're, they're just, they hit it. They don't care. They're unapologetic. So anyways, uh, but, uh, you know, this article is about the FBI spy program on Catholics. I happen to be Catholic, by the way. I am pretty sure that my church has as many Democrats in it, and actually probably a lot more Democrats than Republicans. Uh, you know, the Catholic Church is not exactly a right-wing institution, yet the FBI is targeting them as domestic terrorists. Why? Because the FBI is a domestic terrorist organization. The FBI is the most corrupt institution in America. It's shocking. It's shocking. Uh this is interesting, right? So in light of the, the last segment where we talked about the lunatics like Dylan Mulvaney and the shooters uh, and the trans day of vengeance and things like that, my question is, is, is the FBI trying to infiltrate uh, the organizations that put on the trans day of vengeance? Or that seem to be sponsoring or promoting people who are becoming school shooters? I would think that they should probably start infiltrating the Democrat Party because the whole Democrat Party seems to be doing that right now. Uh, you look at this, I mean, all these shooters, the Louisville guy was a leftist lunatic. I mean, he had he, him, and his his pronouns on his uh, his webpage. He had all, I mean, these guys are all left-wing lunatics. Yet they're going to go after Catholics. Why? Why? What is there to go after the good church-going people? Why are we going after them as domestic terrorists? The reason is, is that the FBI is not at all interested in anything to do with enforcing laws or keeping people safe. They're entirely interested in being the weaponized arm of the Biden administration and the Democrats. They're turning into the Gestapo. They're not here to try and help keep America safe or peaceful. Now, there's some good agents there that are. But the DOJ is largely a corrupt institution, and the FBI is one of their corrupt entities. These guys are out there doing things like this, uh, you know, or yeah, my friend Andrew Huff, uh, you know, he's, and he's quite good at this stuff, uh, says that he's tracked down uh, some ties to the FBI backdoors into, into the Twitterverse, you know, how they're, they're still censoring and monitoring. And, you know, Musk wouldn't even be able to talk about that if it's true. So... I don't know. You know, folks, this this is an unbelievable thing to me. When I see the number of school shootings, the number of uh, mass shootings that are that are occurring by leftist lunatic Democrats, I see domestic terrorist organizations like Antifa burning cities. Now, look what they just did in Atlanta. But the FBI is worried about the Catholic Church. Has the Catholic Church burned any cities recently? I haven't seen any. I could have missed that. Um, I'm going to check with my priest. I don't think he's asked me to burn any cities or infl uh, incited any violence recently. I need to double check that. I'm pretty sure we all stand against violence. You know, love uh, love each other, doing to others, that sort of thing. I could be wrong. What's the FBI doing to infiltrate uh, the people who put on the Trans Day of Vengeance? That's the one I want to know. What are they doing to put, is the Biden administration going to uh, push these guys down in Nashville, by the way, to release the terrorist manifesto of the shooter that went in and killed those kids in the Christian school? 
you know, right there for the Trans Day of Vengeance. Where's that at? Where's the infiltration there? Are we checking that? I think that if you really wanted to stop lunatics and domestic terrorists, the place that I would start is in most of, most of the gender reassignment clinics. Oh, my gosh. Did I just get in trouble there, folks? Yep. Sure did. Got into a lot of it. Oh, boy. All right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know, folks. I just don't know. This is insanity to me on the highest level. I see this nonsense occurring all over the place. And... Uh, I, I guess it's a good thing we're doing the investigations uh, in the house because at least we're getting to see what's happened. Uh, but I don't think investigations are enough. We need accountability. I mean, the FBI should almost entirely be canned and start over. I'm sure there's a few good agents, but honestly, if you're not blowing the whistle, if you're not, if you're an FBI agent, you see what's going on and you're not speaking out about it, you're not doing something about it, even if you're a secret whistleblower, you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. You know, the Nazis that were at the concentration camps, uh, even though they may not have been the guy issuing the order to pull the trigger, were just as guilty. You can't be complicit to that kind of horror. And, you know, being complicit to the violation of all of these Ameri rights under our Constitution is not okay. I just don't find this to be acceptable. I think we need to stand against this, and I think the guy, good guys in the FBI need to speak out. Okay. Um, I am a fan of Clarence Thomas as a, as a justice. Okay, I like him. I think he's a, a brilliant guy. His career's been good for a long time. Uh, I think he's a very interesting justice. I think that he deserves a lot of respect. He's one of the one of the best guys. I mean, he's he's my current fave on the bench. I think uh, I really like this guy. I like a few others. I think that we've got some good conservative justices there. Uh, there's a bunch of good guys, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. It depends on. I don't agree with them on every issue, but I appreciate that they're very thoughtful. I love yeah you know, Alito. I mean, Alito is very smart. The guy's a brilliant guy. Uh, but there, we have some really thoughtful conservative justices. Um, I think Barrett's going to be okay over time. I'm not sure yet. Uh, some of the stuff she's doing, I like some of it. I, but, you know, it's she's very new on here. Um, you know, I'm not too impressed with some of the uh, lunacy we're seeing from some of the other corners there. But it's all good. I mean, yeah, I respect that there's different opinions. and uh, but, but Thomas is doing it. He's just an incredible guy. And... This nonsense, you know, I've never seen a guy who's attacked in a more racist way than Clarence Thomas. You know, Clarence Thomas has been called an Uncle Tom and every other name under the book since he started. Instead of celebrating his, his accomplishments and what he's done, and I don't even think the color of his skin should matter. The guy's a brilliant jurist, right? He is a brilliant, scary, brilliant jurist. But the left, who has to look at everything through color of skin, instead of celebrating him, you know, they, they call him names. I don't because he doesn't support their positions. And that's the most telling thing, folks. That's the most telling thing. You know, if the left uh, was truly about trying to celebrate, you know, when people of color make it, you know, to big places, Clarence Thomas would be a hero to them. But instead, they call him names because they're actually just bigots. They're racist. The left is a bunch of racists. And no, nowhere is it more clear than the attacks on Clarence Thomas. Uh, this, this guy has been a rock-solid, good justice forever. 
always based on the Constitution, always based on solid interpretation of the law, all this stuff. But instead, they just go after him. And you know, this this report headline: Big Breathless Nothing Burger. Conservative legal scholars, lawmakers blast partisan Justice Thomas report. This is a Daily Caller, right? And you know, there's this garbage, garbage partisan hit job report that these uh, leftist lunatics did on Thomas. And basically, they they accused him of violating a bunch of ethics rules and things like that, uh, because you know he has a friend that flew him around to some different places. Well, I mean, if that's a problem, they should be, I mean, God knows every leftist on the planet's been flown around on Epstein's plane. Uh, is there a problem with that? Uh, you want to talk about ethics problems? Look at the Clintons and the Epsteins. Uh, well, I better be careful saying that, folks. I won't be coming back. Um, but, you know, this is nothing. You're allowed to, under the rules of ethics, Thomas did nothing wrong. I mean, he literally did nothing wrong. You can have a friend, and a friend can take you places and do things. There's nothing against the rules on that. This is absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, this whole thing is a joke. It's like going after Trump on, a, on something that's passed the statute of limitations. Uh, it's like everything else. These guys are crooks. They're just crooks. And uh, I don't know. I just I see this as... Uh, absurd uh i do like there was a guy uh oh what's his name I, uh scott douglas gerber who's a law professor at ohio northern university I, I haven't heard of this guy but uh i i love what he said i love what he said on this uh he wrote a, he's written a book on thomas he says that Justices are, quote, allowed to have friends, even if a particular friend is rich and a particular justice is conservative. Clarence Thomas has written a lot of important Supreme Court opinions during his three decades on the bench, he said. Uh, I recommend we spend some time addressing those and leave his personal life to him. Well, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, you know, uh, Professor Scott Douglas Gerber, kudos to you. High fives to Ohio Northern Law School on that. Uh, I mean, that's really all there is to say about this. I don't know what else there is to say. It's just clear, right? Well, anyways, uh, but yeah, the left-wing racists—they can't—they just can't handle a strong, legitimate, brilliant conservative uh, black man. That—that's—that's that's not acceptable for them. They only want black sheep. They want uh, all people of color to just fall in line and follow them, uh, because they're nothing but racists. You can tell by their uh, CRT and other garbage where they're trying to tell you you got to look at people's skin color before you look at the content of their character. I admire Clarence Thomas. I admire the hell out of that man. And it wouldn't matter what color he was. Just sick, these people. I don't know. Okay. Uh, front page headline, Biden bans 53% of Americans from buying cars. The new poor will be anyone who can't afford an electric car. I like this article. Uh, I think it's an important article. Uh, and it shows it shows the class warfare. You see, Biden only legislates. The Democrats are about the rich. They've become the party of the rich. Uh, you know, the Republicans used to always be called the party of the rich. But you want the party of the rich? Look no farther than the Democrats. Their policies keep people poor. They, they destroy small, mid-sized business. They destroy, you know, people who want to make it for themselves. And they just keep people down. Uh, it's what they've been doing to people of color for years. They keep the people of color down, tell them that they're helping them. That's what, uh, you know, and people are starting to wake up. 
that's what a lot of these affirmative action programs are. We're going to give you stuff so that you don't work, so that you don't achieve, but we're not going to give you enough to actually get ahead. We're just going to give you enough to tease you. That's what that's what Democrat programs do. Um, well, Democrats' latest assault is to try and make sure that people who are not mega wealth, wealthy uh, Democrat donors can't afford to drive. Uh, they want to force uh, 67% of car sales to be electric by 2032. Here's the problem, folks. 53% of Americans earn less than 75000 a year. Uh, well... How are you going to afford an electric car? Electric cars aren't cheap, folks. They're not cheap at all. Uh, average cost of a non-luxury car last year hit forty-five thousand. So that's you know that's skyrocketing, much like everything else. Uh, you know we're seeing we're seeing all of these things go up, but electric cars are way 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 more expensive. They're, they're outrageously expensive. And as an added bonus, there's not enough lithium on the planet uh, yeah, to, to support all the batteries that we need for all the cars that we would need to replace to go entirely electric. There's not, it just, there isn't enough lithium on this planet. So as the lithium becomes more scarce, the price of the cars is going to go up and no one's going to be able to afford a car. So it, unless you're mega wealthy, a mega wealthy Democrat donor, you aren't going to be able to afford a car. That's the Biden plan. Now, that may sound ridiculous, but I'm I mean, what do you want me to say here? Their plan, they're going to admit, they're going to have new EPA regulations, which are completely unconstitutional in my mind. Eliminate most real car sales by 2030, 67 percent electric by 2032. I mean, electric cars are junk, by the way. They don't work. And, uh, you know, according to this, you need to make about 80000 a year to make an electronic vehicle auto loan work. Well, people don't make 80000 a year, especially now. And, the, and though Biden uh, handouts, they are, they're certainly not enough to cover an $80,000 a year car loan. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's, folks... This guy's a piece of trash. Biden, you're garbage. Okay. Uh, headline. This is from the Right Wire Report, and this is scary. Uh, chart of the day. Americans increasingly are looking for a national divorce. So this is scary, folks. This is this is success if you're China or one of the enemies of America. There's a poll on here. And the poll says, is the U.S. civil war on the horizon? And uh, you got 43% of all, all adults say it is either very likely or somewhat likely. 43%, folks. 54% of Republicans, 40% of Democrats. So you can tell that the polling was biased, but uh, 43% think we're heading for a civil war. You can't be a worse president than that. I mean, uh, you know, nearly one in four Americans would back a national divorce, which is, a, you know, it's not quite a civil war, but it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know whether that ends up, how that ends up looking. But, uh, folks, our country's in trouble, real trouble. And uh, I got to tell you, 
this is a scary time. This is a scary time. This, by the way, is not an accident. This is absolutely intentional. Uh, you know, they're they're looking hard. To, they, being the enemies of freedom, are trying to destroy the United States, trying to break it up and uh, split it into different segments. But uh, I got to tell you, folks, it's a little scary. Uh, you've got some real, real problems occurring here, and they're deep-seated. And when you see Amer America, a global leader, talking about this kind of stuff, civil war, divorce, and you're seeing 40% of, of all people polled saying that, you know, it's they see it on the horizon. Joe Biden isn't just bad. He is literally destroying America. Literally. And it's intentional. You, you None of this is accidental, folks. I mean, this guy is the most treasonous monster I've ever seen. It's not an accident. It really is not. You can't be this bad of a president by accident. Folks, I need you to get yourself a Genesis HOCL. Uh, you know, it's it's getting into allergy season in a lot of places. Allergies lead to colds. They lead to germs. And uh, you, you don't want to share that. So if you run the Genesis HOCL, it, it atomizes, it, it puts a solution there, kills the germs, it cleans the air clean and healthy and safe. Uh, I've got one. I run it. It's great. Uh, we had very little problem with sickness this winter. Very little problem. Uh, but, you know, we used the Cofix, we used the Genesis. It was great, great, great winter for us. Very few health issues with my family. Loved it. You need to get one. You got to use Out Loud Code at checkout. Uh, if you use Out Loud Code at checkout, you get a huge discount, and uh, it also supports our network. You got to use Out Loud Code at checkout, though. And you say, so click on the batter ad, use that, get yourself one of these. And uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.